And hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Reaching and Teaching Podcast. My name is Robinson. I'll be your host, and I'm joined by Johnny, my co-host. Say what up, Johnny. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? We are presented by CEI, which is what, Robinson? Center of Educational Innovation, yes, baby. Yes, right. And since this is our first episode, you're reaching over to press play to listen to this podcast. We're going to teach you what we're about, and you're going to get a lesson today. Well, this is the first episode. We're not going to go in too deep. Because nah, yeah. This is a baby lesson. Baby yes. lesson. All right, so what we do here at CEI and the purpose of this podcast is CEI is a nonprofit organization, right? And what we're trying to do is we're trying to benefit the youth and educate the kids on the video gaming industry. We well, want to- there's, there's more to it than that. So for CEI itself, right, the yeah. Center for Educational Innovation is an enrichment program that deals with many different facets of, at least within the city, where's many different schools that are underprivileged, you can say, you yeah. know, that are, are working with very little and we're trying to provide them with a great base of resources. So yes, so uh, so for CEI itself, Center Education Innovation, we, are, we, we work a great deal for many different facets of the resource department. We give kids uh, for what, uh, art programs, right? Art programs, we have robotics, we have, for our division, myself and Rob, we work within the esports division, which is also a multifaceted program which provides opportunities for all students to experience and use esports as the platform to acquire the critical communication and collaboration and problem-solving skills needed to thrive in the school and life. So, uh, well that's what we, said. That's what Johnny. we do, right? Right? You, right? you know, I'm, I'm a little bit. That was tremendous. <laughs> Shout out to Jack, bro. Um, so, yeah, that's what we do on our end. And for us, uh, particularly, we go into many different schools. We have the last couple of weeks now. We've gone to yes. several different schools, uh, primarily in the Bronx, uh, but we have schools all over the, 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 the city. And uh, yeah, to give it's for me. This is my first uh, time here. Uh, we have uh, well, it's both. Of yes, first myself times. and Rob's first time. Uh, we have a pretty decent sized team, about four of us, and. Uh, our leader, Jad, who I mentioned earlier, is the main director of the program. And what we do is we seek out schools. We have these uh, Xboxes that we use as our teaching tool, but we use uh, our PowerPoints and, and presentations to. It's, it it teaches them social emotional learning, character yes. development. Uh, soft skills and hard skills and career skills. Yes. So because when you're playing the game of 2K, because since we're we're just getting into this, we're just starting off with 2K. Because 2K, uh, it's a game that everyone everyone understands. Like we ask kids, hey, have you ever played 2K? Not all of them raise their hands when we ask them, have you ever played 2K before? Yes. But it's a it's basketball at the end of the day, and everyone almost New York is a basketball city, and basketball is a very popular. They know sport. of the sport. Yes. Yes, they know the sport, and, and basketball is a very popular sport. So it's it's something to get into, and something doesn't doesn't require a lot of. Oh my God! Does it take? It's not like playing checkers or playing chess. It's not like playing uh, World of Warcraft or anything well, like that. Just, there's like, a, when you're in middle school, f- because we're going to middle school. Yes, yes. So we, we we don't dive into like the the real like nuts and bolts of what basketball is per se, but we do give these kids who we work with a lot of middle school kids. So it, it's not like you know a high level of like basketball knowledge, but uh, some of these kids do love the sport. Some of them don't understand it, but our job is to kind of get them involved in it in a different way. See the game of basketball in a different light through the through the lens of video gaming, and so it's been a really fulfilling experience for us so far. And uh, we actually had one of our first big events just last night, Rob, uh, as of this recording, with the NBA 2K League draft. Yes. And the draft was, that was the first, it was the first time we've ever gone to an event like this because this is our first time, we, we haven't dove fully deep. We're going to be completely honest with you. Me and Johnny, we're not like experts in terms of... Not yet, not yet. We're not experts yet in terms of 2K sports and what the, in the video gaming industry in terms of that. We play 2K. Me and John, we've been playing 2K for... Most of our lives. I've been man, playing right. 2K for about seven, eight years. I've been playing I it heavily, heavily it for every like day. like 15. So, all right. Yeah, yeah You don't have to come at me like that. <laughs> I've been playing it before that, but I didn't play it on a regular basis. Jeez, man. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so we've been playing it for a while and being in there and experiencing the draft and seeing all these guys that take it so seriously and play 
They played, and it's the crazy part is they went to a combine, just just like NBA players. They go to a combine, they they perf- they show off to scouts what they can do. But yes. they're on the sticks. They're they're doing what we do on a regular basis, and they're getting picked and they're getting compensated for playing the video game for actual NBA being a part of NBA franchise. Yes, it's amazing, man. Because uh, not not never in my wildest dreams I ever imagined that video gaming would, would be at this point that it is today, where you can actually earn a living, a decent living, playing the video games that you love and you play anyway. But now you're getting sponsored, you're getting paid. Being a part of a, a full team like the NBA 2K League uh, has provided for many of these players. I mean, they, they, the tagline for the draft last night was, you know, about 68 lives are going to change. And that's that's a fact because when you have guys who come from really, you know, disenfranchised neighborhoods and, and don't come from a lot, but they have this game and they know that they're really good at, they can take them places like Gen G, who's a new team to the league, is, is based out of Singapore, right? Am I, am I correct on that? Uh, is it Shanghai? Shanghai. Shang- I'm Shanghai. sorry, it's Shanghai. And, and that's, you know, way across the other side of the world and you saw you this video game has literally taken you from some place in the United States and it sent you over to the other side of the world. And they were recruiting over there too. Yes, they were. They had a, they had their own recruiting over there. Yes. So it's just crazy to see how uh, just playing a video game could change much lives. And it's true because people some people we're not gonna say, oh play forget school, play video games forever. No, we're saying what we're what we're saying is when people say hey video games will get you nowhere in life, that's not true. It's just not true. That's an old addict, bro. I mean, that's a really, really. Uh, this is a 1990 where yeah. where the internet was not what it is today in 2020. Yes, yes. So, you can utilize this. Like for a perfect example, Ninja. Right, Ninja is a, a prominent figure in the, in the uh, esports community, and he has literally taken his wealth of knowledge in the game, especially in particular Fortnite, and built an empire from it. And that's that's not even being. Uh, bodacious or just being like inaccurate. That is a full accurate statement because now he has sponsorship deals with Adidas. He has, he has, he makes millions upon millions. He was of dollars at he was year. at the All Star Game in Chicago. Yes, he was at there, and I've, he's getting paid millions of dollars by Mixer just play video games and just talk. Yes, it's it's crazy. And and he's worked hard for that. And so this, it, we make it sound simple like oh well, he just play video games. He's put a lot of effort and work in to build his brand, to build his his, his little community up to where like people care about him. They care about his content. They care about what he's done, what he's doing. And that's what you want, right? You want people to care about what you're doing, what you're putting out. And uh, hopefully for this Rich and Teaching podcast, bro, we can have people really pay attention and really care about what we're putting out here. Because we're trying to educate you guys, particularly on the NBA 2K League, man. That's why it's called Reach and Teaching, baby. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're gonna get into the we're gonna get into the draft now. We're gonna talk about the some of the top picks that were drafted. We're gonna start off with J- JBM. He was drafted by the Wizards District Gaming. First yes, pick in the draft. first yep. pick of the draft and. Boy, did he have some camp. He had some combine. He averaged, he had an 84% winning percentage. 84%. Yes. That's a lot of W's. That's a lot of, <laughs> no L's. Not a lot of L's. Not a lot of L's. Uh, averaged 34 points, 11 steals, and two assists. That's big, <laughs> big numbers. It's, it's, it's just crazy to see how people, some people can average numbers in like that and, and just be like, all right. Getting buckets. Yeah, this, this is, is online against, you know, capable gamers, I assume. And so this is not like my league, right, which is an offline, you know, play now mode where you can just play and put the sliders up, right? You're, you're using your main guy, you're, you're, you're my career, you're, you're my player, and going against some of the best competition out there on any given day, and you're still averaging these crazy numbers, and it's amazing, man. Yeah, so for now, the Wizards District Gaming, now they have they have their star. They have they, their stud. They need they need a point guard, and they, they definitely got one. How much is, I'm having six 34, per, 34 points and 11 steals. Oh. That's a double. 11 steals? 11, 11, 11 assists. assists. Okay. Two steals. Oh, okay. if it was 11 assists. <laughs> John Stockton may have some competition. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, yeah, so he's averaging 34 and 11. People in the NBA don't even average like points like that. Maybe oh. a Westbrook or Harden, but average like this in a video game, that's that's a valuable asset to your team. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. I think the Wizards District had made a great move there. Uh, they got their guy that they wanted. 
Um, they knew they, they they've known they've had the first pick for a while now. So uh, shout out to them. Shout out to them for getting their guy and getting the point guard that they needed. Yeah. So now now we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go to the second pick from my Knicks gaming. Yes, Knicks gaming. My Knicks game. Who the who won the first? Come here, say won the first. The first, the first. Put your, put your ear to the mic. The first championship in 2K League. But they went 4-12 and 12 last season. And you didn't have to bring that up. But, <laughs> yes, they got a second pick for a reason. So they went out and got Duck, who is just a bucket getter. Mm-hmm. And having bu- having a guy that can get you buckets, as one guy in the media industry would say, his name is Shannon Sharp. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. <laughs> yep. And he getting a score like that to get you, get you buckets and help you win games, that's definitely not a problem. Yeah, they, they need it, right? Because they, they got rid of their, their top scorer last season. They traded him to the uh, Grizzlies gaming and so for them they're kind of going through a rebuild process which is pretty sad because like just two years prior they won the chip but it feels like that team yeah, is in flux right it's, now it's it's the thing about 2K League is not like an actual basketball where you have your guys and you're, they're going to be locked in. Your team could change its day and night. You can, you can it's save, a, it's you can day, protect some guys. Yes, you yes. can. You can save, you can save some guys, but still, it's day and night because it's a team game. It's yeah. a day. Your team, your team could change its day and night. Like I said, it could change one day. It could be good one day. Next then, day it won't be. There's, there's always another new player around the corner, and so none of these guys' slots are safe. It's just really you have to really perform each and every day because 2K is going to release a new, a new game. And there's going to be get more people playing the game, and there's going to be more people getting better at the game. So, uh, yeah, but shout out to, to Duck for, um, you know, getting the second pick in the draft. That's huge this, in this third season of the NBA 2K League. Um, but moving on, bro. Moving yes. on to the top uh, three, bro. For, we're going to go to the third pick for Kingsguard Gaming. They took they went on to Crush. Who was, when we were watching the draft, we listened to the commentators, and they referred to him as one of the best players in the combat. And for the Nets... The Nets gaming, they refer to him as the best player in their combine. So that was a, so when you have another team mm-hmm. referring to them as the best player in the combine, and you you got to be pretty happy when you can take a guy like that on your team. Yeah, I mean absolutely. So the third spot, you know, you feel like you can get a really good player, but for them, if they if they can get a guy that even the Nets gaming uh, affiliate considers one of the top players, if not the top player in the draft at three, you can't be mad at that. So uh, for the Kings guard gaming, yo, again, shout out to those guys. Imagine, man. imagine the Nets say he's really good, but not. Nah, imagine, <laughs> imagine they lied. They, 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 Sabotage me. Said that's my guy. We're gonna get like, somebody else. Yeah, he's yeah. dope, bro. They looked at his highlights. Was like, nah, he really not. But I, I think that the Kingsguard gaming did their due they diligence. They want to be cold blooded. Cold blooded. Yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't do that. I don't think yeah. it would be. That'd be crazy. <laughs> it's gonna be a fight when the Kings and the Nets play though. If that happens, anyways. <laughs> uh, moving on to the fourth pick, the Pacers. They went on took. Help me pronounce this guy's name. I'm sorry. Okay, so I'm it's sorry. The, the, it's spelled B O H I O. So I was gonna say B Ohio because Timika Catchings, right? Now, granted, when we were at the so shout out to Timika Catchings if she's listening to this, right? So we were at the event last night, and she was unfortunately she was on Skype. She couldn't be there in person. She was on Skype, and I don't know if it was bad connection. I don't know if it was like just her skipping and jiving on the on the on the I, stream, but we couldn't hear. I couldn't hear her personally say the name, but the announcers or the commentators at the event uh, uh, pronounced his name as B Ohio. That's kind of. So, if he's from, uh, he better be from Ohio if that's his deal. That's a, that's a pretty cool. That's, that's I believe a, I believe he's from New York. So how do they? I think, I think he's based on New York. So maybe he was like born in. Ohio. If, if it's Ohio, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Pretty pretty cool. good. That's a, it's like that's like Kid Cudi. He's, a, he's from I think he's from either he's from New York or he's from Cleveland and he was raised in the other one. So the only person from Ohio that I know is is Bo Ohio. It's Bo Ohio. Oh, you. you Ohio. Thank you, Elijah. Who's you know what, man? I'm going to call you B. Ohio. That just sounds... No, nah, I'm not going to do that to you. I'm not going to butcher your if name. If he's not from Ohio, then you got to put some respect yeah, on it. Yeah, facts, facts. But uh, no, nah, yeah, uh, he's 
Great defender, correct? Am I correct? Yeah, he yeah he's known for his defense. And what is that old adage? Defense wins you championships. I mean, hopefully so. I mean, that's uh, these teams obviously with the first couple picks and and with JBM in particular, uh, averaging thirty plus points in the game. You need a guy who can help bolster your, your team's defense and communicate and be able to switch on rotations and 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 find guys pick and, up and on pick, pick up, and rolls pick up on pick and rolls slide down for the weak weak side defense help help side defense. So yeah, I think for him. Obviously, defense is not the sexy pick, right? It's not it's like, not oh, sexy at all. oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get the defender in the top five. But for Patriots gaming, they figured that they, their main need was defense, and they got their guy. Yeah, so, yeah, he and when he was, uh, after he got drafted, and he was talking to the report, I don't remember her name, I'm sorry if I'm forgetting her name. Uh, when she was when he was talking to the reporter, he mentioned, the I'm, I want to bring defense to the team, so you better be able to bring defense, especially to a team that's, that that's looking for defense and this is what they pick you for. So Man, it's going to be important. We call, we call it clamps, Rob. We call it clamping up the opposition. So hopefully he's out there locking them down. Like your, one of your favorite Knicks, Mr. Iman Shumper, baby. Flat top in the building. No? What are we doing here? Oh, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I'm he's gonna... not even on the team. So I don't know <laughs> Former about Knicks. all that. <laughs> Former Knicks. If you want to refer to defense, you go to the 90s Knicks. Oakley, Starks, Ewing, Harper, Anthony Mason. What are you doing here? You live in New York. How do you not know this? Oh, God. Come yo, on, give me man. A, a Knicks lesson. That was like 30 years ago, bro. Shut up. It wasn't even 30 years ago. The 90s, the 90s were 30 years ago. Was it 1990? Uh, Close to 30 years ago. How about I'll be, that? I'll be, I'll be the literal man. I'll Suck be that an egg. guy. I'll be that Suck guy. an egg. All right. Egg. Egg. It really says. So, yes. <laughs> Uh, well, none of us were born when the Knicks were at their peaks. Uh, anyways, uh, let's go to let's go to the fifth pick, and we're going to talk about Shifty Kai, who is he is one of the he's the first pick for the Shanghai, yes for the Genji Tigers. Genji Tigers finally are in the and NBA Two K League. He averaged uh, he averaged eighteen four and five. He averaged eighteen points, four rebounds, and five steals. So he was able to he was able to talk about defense. <laughs> Five, five steals? steals? That's sticky fingers, yo. I it's mean, this called, is this, this that was the combine. This called, is the real thing now. It's called the five finger discount. I mean, okay, five he, finger discount. You like that, right? The five finger. I don't know discount. if I like that, but that's, that's bro, the first time I've ever got heard your five it. fingers on one hand, right? Just give me that, you know. He was like, "I'm sorry, I got this tape, <laughs> this tape on the table. I just kind of kind of grabbed it instinctually. I'm sorry, guys. Hey, uh, way to let it go on the audio. Great job, Johnny. <laughs> But yeah, uh, having a he averaged eighteen four, he averaged eighteen points, four rebounds, and five steals. Like I said in the combine, but he also is a guy who's a great dribbler, high IQ, and can shoot. Mm. So he can give you a little bit. He, he's a guy that's a great weapon for offense. So a little bit of three and D, right? So, so yeah. for him, I, I I see a lot of the three and D type, right? So a guy who can knock down shots, but can also contribute on defense because with five steals. I mean, obviously those are probably inflated numbers because he probably was really doing really well in the combine. But I expect him to have around two to three steals a game. Uh, going towards the season. And if you can knock down 14 to 18, you know what I'm saying, points per game, that's a plus, man. That's a, that's a real be, plus for Gen He could be a sharpshooter. It could be, uh, if I were to make a quick comparison to the NBA, it could be your J.J. Reddick, but with defense. Yeah, I don't want to take a shot at J.J. Reddick, but I'm talking about on the offensive JJ. side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, five steals, all you got to do is press X, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, moving on, though, because, I mean, that, so that rounds up the top five, bro, but uh, we want to kind of touch on some of the sleepers that uh, we going into the draft that we think that this coming up this upcoming season can really do some damage, bro. So I mean, I have mine, but just, you can start first, bro. Like, what is your top sleeper uh, from this draft and going into the season? Uh, I have I have Profusion. He was with the Celtics gaming last year. He was drafted. He didn't make. He didn't get drafted in the first round. If I'm if I'm being correct here, he was drafted way in the. Uh, 
I'm looking right now. Stamp. He was drafted in the second round. He was drafted to Magic Game. And this guy is a big bucket getter. Ooh, I mean, yeah. How, how much does he, uh, does he say how much he averages? Uh, I'm trying to pull. I thought I, I had it. I'm going to be honest, but yeah. I closed it out. So yeah. I'm trying to pull it up right now. Uh, but yeah, but we. But I looked at his stats. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but this guy is a guy that gets you buckets. He can score from He can score from the perimeter. He yes. can score inside. Mm-hmm. But the only, the only question with him is, can he score in the big games? Because in the big games, he didn't shoot the greatest percentages. So in the playoffs, in, yeah, in the, the playoffs, yes. he didn't shoot. He he shot around forty, shot around forty percent. Low forties, yes, low forties. So yeah, he's got a in, in those big games. He's gonna have to step it up in terms of, uh, you know, playing in those big games. You know why they call him like I'm uh, another NBA comparison, uh, big shot, uh, big shot Bob, big, big shot Bob, or big shot uh, Chauncey Billups. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they're gonna have to. He's gonna have to score in the playoffs. He's gonna want to help this Magic team win. So it'll be interesting to see if. He can score in the regular season. He scored. We, you can trust him to score in the regular season, but can he bring that efficiency in the playoffs? Yes, I'm, I mean, I, absolutely. I think when with with guys like that who can score, who who are prolific scorers, but then when it comes to the big time moments like the playoffs, they kind of fold. Uh, I think it's unfortunate. I think that's probably why he was drafted second round. I think they felt like seeing from what they saw this past season, they felt like he was a little bit of a letdown. So, but he has something. That means he has something to prove now. He has a chip on his shoulder. Yes, I hope he goes point. out this season and and, ki- and kills it because I think honestly when. You, you you know who you are as a player. You know you can get buckets. You know you can you can score the basketball in in two K. Uh, it it doesn't change. So I think for him, he just needs to collect himself when those big moments happen and just do what he does, man, and not score the rock. So so like I have his percentages here in the yeah. in the ticket term, he averaged twelve points on forty percent shooting. Yeah, so in the regular season, he averaged what? And uh, in the regular season, he averaged he averaged sixteen, but he averaged he shot he shot almost sixty percent from the field. Goodness gracious! And he. What else? He played. He averaged. He shot well from the free throw line, and he shot well from three. He shot over fifty percent. So that tells you. <clears throat> excuse me. That, and he averaged two steals too. So he could little, do a little something for you mm-hmm. on the defensive side. But so it tells you. But he he can score the ball. But it just matters how can he do in the playoffs? Because yes. in the playoffs he averaged nine points. Yeah. So nine if, points. if he fixes that, if he fixes that, he'll be just fine. And uh, I'm excited to see where he's at uh, during this upcoming season. So. Hopefully he shines out on, the, on Magic Gaming, man. So who is your sleeper? Yeah, so my sleeper actually, ironically, was picked six in the draft, right, to the brand new expansion team. The Wait, Hornets Venom. Hornets Venom. Thank you, Rob, because you are just the ace, and that's why you're the lead host, and I'm the co-host. Uh-huh. Um, so, <laughs> so, and his name is Exposed. So off rip, bro, I was like, that's a fire name, bro. Exposed? Like, I'm exposing the defense right now, because that's exactly what he did, bro. 86% win percentage, right? 39.7 points per game, bro, in the combine. That's 40. Damn near, pretty much 40. Round up to 40, bro. Along with 12.6 assists. But wait, there's more. Three steals a game, bro. How do you fall to six? Yo, my God, that's, <laughs> that's my question, bro. When we were at the event last night and they brought him up stats, and I literally sat there and looked. He has better stats than JBM. So wh- I don't know what, what they know. They must know something that we don't know out here in these streets. Uh, so I'm confused. But to me... They must have some insight that we don't They know. might. But to me, he looks like he's ready. Uh, when he went up to the podium, accepted, shake the commissioner's hand, went over to talk to the, to the uh, lady getting, interviewing him for, for this post-draft thoughts. He seemed like he was ready. He seemed like he was focused. He was ready to get it started. I think he is going to be the face of Hornets uh, Venom. I it's think a good start for your franchise. Easily. I think for him, he's going to be on a rocket ship because if he can produce similar similar numbers to this, 
oh my god, God help the NBA 2K League, bro. Just, oh my goodness. Who's the wardrobe? Who's the of 2K League? Because I, I need some insider. Like, how did he fall? Uh, I is there something I, between him and JBM? Do they got? Is the, <laughs> does the, do they have? Do they have? Uh, do they have pictures? Does JBM have pictures on somebody? He's like, oh, yo, drop me first. It was leaking out right now, right now, right now. <laughs> no, I, I don't know, bro. But he has a, a, amazing numbers. Hopefully, that can translate over to the league, and that he can really lead Hornets Venom to a playoff berth and. Make a name for himself because if he does that and, and ends the season with a chip, bro, oh my goodness, it's gonna be amazing to see and witness because double digit assists, forty points a game, looking like James Harden in his MVP year, three steals a game. But since you say he's gonna be the first perfect, uh, he's gonna be the first draftee and he's getting all these buckets and we're talking about how he could have been drafted one. Yes, he's got a lot of pressure on him. Yes, a lot of pressure. Uh, on absolutely, him. but I think he can handle it. I'm excited to see him really tear up the league. Just expose everybody in the league, bro. That's what I'm saying. Hashtag expose them, bro. That's going to be the whole hashtag for the season, bro. Yeah, put that in your bottom. I'm not doing that. Uh, but I got you, bro. I'm going uh, to okay. be to his joint right now, bro. I'm going to find him on Twitter. <laughs> so, so. But, uh, now, but, but uh, we, so, ladies and gentlemen, so for our podcast, me and Rob will talk for a good little while, but we're also going to have certain segments throughout the podcast. And today's segment will be hosted by our main man, the man, the man, the legend, uh, a, a, a good, a good a co-worker of ours who is really deep into the esports community, who... Uh, has really, you know, at, at the young age of 19, has really just, you know, for himself uh, alone, built a personality, a brand for himself, and really knows a lot about the UK community. And so, uh, and he's been know, throwing us some, chi- he's been throwing us some little nuggets. Yeah, don't, yeah, you know, if you hear that voice, <laughs> throw off, off the podcast. Off the mic, guys, that's <laughs> him. It is Elijah. So uh, we're gonna pass the mic to Elijah, and he can. He's, he's gonna tell us about. He's gonna tell us about a return of a specific 2K player Ooh, yes, who has yes. returned to the league after a one-year hiatus. Mm-hmm. So Elijah, Elijah, yo. tell him what to do. And that man's name is Tommy Cook. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. You know, he they bodied out in the 2K 250,000 dollars tournament for my team, and now he's playing with Kenny, one of his former teammates, in that tournament. And that connection and that level of energy and tenacity that they're going to bring on the sticks is going to be unmatched. Despite his falling out. Yeah, he, he was suspended for the last season. He had he had a great showing for his first season. And then in the fall, next season, he was suspended. He did not play at all. And now it's redemption time for time to cook. So he's going to have a big season. Just, uh, so, Elijah, tell us a little bit about what he brings to the table. Um, Tommy Cook is a versatile player. He's a, he's an all-around player that can put, touch every position on the floor. He is what you call the glue to the team. He will do whatever and all is necessary to make sure you win. And I wish that he was still on the Kings because that roster had a lot of potential. Now, um, he has a lot of high expectations as a veteran and a seniors man of the 2K community. So it's very important for him to, you know, um, like leave the past in the past. And represent not only himself but us as a whole because we're all in this together. So uh, you mentioned you mentioned what he has to do with his chip on his shoulder. What you got, he, uh, when we watch this video, which is on the Two K League website, he yep. also has something off the gaming side that he's he's playing for. What like tell us about what he was, what's what's his what's his motivation in terms of playing right now? Just to win. Just to it's win. Just like anybody out there, it's, you want to win. You want to win everything, regardless of who's in front of you. He has that energy, and I'm sure the Raptors were using to the best of their ability. They were a great team last season. I got to see them play, and they were blowing teams out the water. So not so. to add that into your team, it would be interesting to see. And one other thing that I, that I saw um, when he was being interviewed after he got drafted, he mentioned what, what one of another big motivation of his, I don't know if you guys heard this, but his family. His family is what he strives to be because 
This is again. Yeah, he's this a is this is well, Ronnie Two K mentioned this when he was when he was on the commentary for the last uh, the draft last night. These are guys being paid to play Two K. Mm-hmm. This changes lives, and to play Two K and have that motivation to play something that you love since you were a kid. Me, you, all of us in this room. To play something that you play a game that you did ever since you were a kid, and to now benefit off it and make a lot of money and be revered as one of the best in the world at what you do in terms of a game, and the beneficiary of that. Is to put food on your plate for your family and put a, provide a house for them. That's a lot of motivation. So it'll be interesting Hell to see. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what he could do. And that's a motivation for a lot of veteran esports players. You know, there's fathers, mothers all, all across our community. And it's very important to, you know, make sure you can provide. Yeah, it's, it, but it's, but again, it's the beneficiary. Anything, anyone would, anyone wants to do that. That's what they want to do when they, when they, when they come up in. Any sort of field, they want to they want to provide for their family. Like I, I know me, I want to provide for my family. I know you guys want to do the same thing too when you guys get into your field. So, he's got a he's got a lot going for him, and best of luck for him. Hopefully, he can redeem himself, um, and he could remind everyone when he comes in the league. This is what y'all missed for last year, and I'm back. I'm back, baby. Yes, sir, he's back. <laughs> also wanted to take a second to give a give the spotlight out to Sav. He's somebody you know who I've seen in the pro am a couple of times, and he is a great point guard. I'm excited because he's lethal. He's, you know, from the outside, he's lethal. He can beat you inside. His his ball skill, he can dribble really well. And the Lakers got one. Like the Lakers. And the Lakers the are Lakers. an organization who struggled these past two seasons, and we definitely need to see something. You know, they got a match the energy that, you know, that the real life Lakers are also bringing to the yes. table. And when we talk about when we talk about the two K League, it's only three seasons in. So this is the Knicks won the first year. The Timberwolves are the defending champs. A lot of these teams have to prove themselves in terms of what they have to do, and they have to show that they are the best teams in this league. They have a lot to prove, and they're still trying to find their identity. And this is what some of these teams are trying to do. It's what the Raptors did with Time of the Cook. This is what uh, I'm forgetting. Uh, this is what the guys took with uh, what the Wizards did with their first pick. Yes, JBM. This is what the this is what the Wizards did for JBM. This is what the Lakers are trying to do with Sav. So it'll be interesting to see how these guys uh, all fit because you never know. It could be like I said before, you're good one day and the next day you might be on the other team because it just didn't work out for you. So see if they lock if they get to lock in that player, it'll be big for them. So it'll be interesting. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how the league hasn't started yet. We just have the draft, baby. So it'll be interesting to see. When the league starts, how these guys mesh with each other, it will be crazy to see. It's going to be our first experience following the 2K League on a, on a daily basis. We play 2K League just for the hell of it. We just play to talk. 2K League, but we no, play two, 2K. No, well, <laughs> we should be in the 2K League because I'd be dogging you. Anyways. I'm, oh, <laughs> goodness. All right, anyways. Uh, we should be We should be in the – we should be um, – we, we play 2K for – we play 2K all the time just for – Fun. For and kicks and giggles, yeah. essentially. And it's, it's fun all the time. Now we got to – now we have to cover it. We have to talk about watching 2K League and watching these competitive guys play and do what they love. And for, like I said, this is the, what this, this is what they strive to do. And not to, let's see what they can yeah, do. Yeah, we, we're gonna give them, we're gonna give these guys a spotlight they deserve, right? So, for for us guys listening every week, this is what you guys come for. This is, so for that the whole teaching part Rob was alluding to earlier. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna teach you guys and inform you guys on what's going on in the league, man. Because a lot of these guys have a story. There's a lot of Tommy Cooks out there. A lot of guys have a story. They're striving to, to to do great things in this league. And I think for us every week to bring you guys this content and to provide you guys with that backstory and you know how they're doing and how these guys are doing. I think you guys will kind of really. I think you guys will get attached to some of these guys. I think I think that's what what gravitates or what pulls people in is that you find someone that you 
really like as a player or a fan of somebody and you really just gravitate towards them and want to know about everything they're going through. You, so can, find, you can find the ninja of 2K. Exactly. You can find the ninja of 2K. You just find that one guy or team that you really are into and then you just follow them. And for us, we hope that we can get that guys get that to you guys and that you guys can fall in love with some of these teams, man. Maybe it's your hometown team. I mean, just fall That's in love what with I'm it. doing. I'm, I'm, I'm invested because, you know, I'm New York through and through. I don't know who's your team. I, I, I know your sons don't have a team in this oh, last time I checked. All right. All right. So, yeah, but, you know, I, uh, to, to your point, I don't have a team yet, but I'm excited to see what's happening. I'm, I'm, we're going to follow this, this season very, very closely. We're going to go to some of the games. We're going to follow them a lot along the way. So uh, who knows? Who knows? At the end of the season, I might have a team that I, I root for. But right now, I'm just excited for the season to start, man. Can't, I'm, can't I'm excited wait. too. Me, you, Elijah, our producer, Joel, he's interested too. Yeah. We're, all, we're all invested. And, yes. and don't forget about the main man, Jad. He's all invested into this, man. Jad's the GOAT. Yes. I see why you're here. Yes. I see why you're talking right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. All right. Uh, that'll do it for the first episode. It's just a short episode just to give you a little preview of what we're about and what we're going to do. And we're going to get into We'll give you longer episodes uh, when the season starts. We'll provide you more content. So it was great. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the first episode of the Reaching and Teaching Podcast presented by CEI. My name is Robinson. I'm. This is Johnny and Elijah. And, of course, I know he didn't speak today, but Joel, <laughs> our producer. Uh, thanks for listening, guys, and take care. All right, guys. See you.